One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Betty Boo still doing the do, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller. Luke Moore's here. One for the teenagers, Marcus. <laughs> Jim Campbell's here. Olé. Where are you, baby? He's right there. It's Pete Donaldson. Featuring the bassist from Blur. I always like to give him a Betty Boo update. Yes. Yeah. About once a season. Yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Let everyone know what she's up to. Yeah. Do you remember the album title? No, go on. Boo Mania. <laughs> Boo Mania. <laughs> Most people listening aren't even going to know what you're talking about. Nice. Uh, well, they will do when we start talking about football, eh? Possibly. Be- before we go to football, Marcus, can I just thank you for um, the fine massage you gave me earlier on? I've been, yeah. agony- I've been in agony, and I have been agony for the last two days, because uh, I couldn't turn my uh, neck left or right. After on you, my head, rather. Yeah, on my neck. Say, yeah. uh, and Marcus is Now you just, can go 320 degrees. Marcus, <laughs> I'm like an owl. Um, yeah, not quite fully. I am pe- pellets. Uh, Marcus uh, just and touched you're me. you're actually quite stupid, even though everyone thinks you won. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get yours, Jim. <laughs> and I have seen you snacking on a field mouse. <laughs> <laughs> we could, but, me and Jim both got massages from Marcus afterwards because mm. we were so impressed with the service. He's oh. very good at them. Yeah, genuinely healing hands. Yeah, there, you see. Mm. there like we Michael, are. Like Michael Jackson, the Earth song. Video. Come on, <laughs> not a song, eh? Not on his ranch. <laughs> no, no. What about sunrise, eh? Yeah. Um, anyway, what about Atletico Madrid? Mm. Put Marseille to the sword. Um, I watched that and I thought, oh, Arsenal, you silly. Did Arsenal <laughs> Wenger watch it through a uh, through a cloak of tears? Perhaps I would imagine Arsenal Wenger watched that with about seven other games, including like German second division reserve matches, just through his wall of TVs. Yeah, maybe. So yeah. Oh no, yeah. I look, let's go under a brilliant Griezmann, different class, yeah, etc. And so on. Textbook thing. I'm so sorry, Arsenal fans, but I watched it. and I thought if you'd have put them away, I've, said, oh! still, I've never seen you so angry about a game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't I think ever. No, he gets angry about that. England. That's true. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I, I used to years ago, but now I'm just resigned to the fact. We'll see. That, we'll you know, see, that mate. We've yeah. just got a few days to go. We're just a semi final team now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does uh, the manager of Atletico Madrid want to be in the Champions League? Because he just doesn't enjoy himself in there. He gets really far. Well, he gets joins himself to a point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's just always just having a terrible time in the final. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's not really the attitude, is it, Peter? No. We can win this no. one. We'll stay. We'll stay in the shield. We won't go for the cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. eh? the best side left in the competition. They won it. They bloody well won it indeed. Uh, we mentioned England there, gentlemen. Mm. Shall we? Yes. Mm. Let's talk about the squad. A lot of people getting in touch, of course, saying, "Oh, you know, Shelby's not there." To be expected. But as I keep mm. saying to people. Wait for Qatar. You must. You must be thinking that the, the squad looks a little bit light on numbers. 
Yeah. I wait, was a bit disappointed when everyone... For, you... Wait for Qatar with his skin. He's got no <laughs> hair for protection, Marcus. Well, we need a protective wig for Johns. Who's that? It's Johns with a wig on. Yeah. But like a full-body wig. <laughs> Maybe. I'll lend him some. Lend him. Have a A niqab. Get him in a niqab. It'll be fine. There you go, you see. Everyone, everyone is happy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with the English squad, of course, Shelby's not there to be expected, sadly. Mm. Uh, the, 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 the ones who really um, were... In contention, but, but missed out were, were Wilshire and Hart. They're not even on the standby list at all. Bertrand well, we got... missed out as well. Oh yeah, Bertrand. Yeah. Yes, of course. That was a little bit surprising. Uh, I mean, you'd be you'd be pretty annoyed if you were Ryan Bertrand, given that every other fullback in the history of the world appears to have been included. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of whom is Ashley Young, who yeah. isn't a fullback. Yeah, yeah, but no, but he, hang on, Ashley Young. I think people were saying one or two things. He's had a great season, of course, I'm and he's been that. playing I'm just, fullback. I'm just adding to Ryan Bertrand's he, glue. Yeah, but he's been playing fullback. He's a converted fullback, same as Delph, really. I know he is, but yeah. that's, that's not the narrative. God, come we're on, pushing Jim. Here. Come on, Jim. God, come on, Jimmy. Um, Trying to get into the mind of an England player that's just not been called up. <laughs> I've got another list of uh, those unlucky to miss out. If you want to hear it, mm-hmm. um, Henry Henry V, uh, Richard III, um, a portrait of a Spitfire. Um, but R- Richard III, though, I mean. Down to the bare bones. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> the spirit of the Dan Busters was unlucky to miss out on the gym. A pint of bitter. You're going to mention Andy Carroll, aren't you? A bowler, a bowler hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a UKIP umbrella. Uh, hey. An aptitude for queuing properly. A sneering contempt for anyone that's not English. And Andy Carroll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I think um, Harry Kane Peters was very unlucky. Yeah, he was. <laughs> okay, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I, look, to be honest, look at the squad. No big surprises for me. I think the, the unlucky one is Adam Lallana. He has had yeah. his injury problems. Mm. Only started three games this season. Yeah, though. exactly. I think that's the reason. He's on the standby list and... and you know, judging by uh, squads gone by, there normally is an injury. Well, Dan- Daniel Taylor in The Guardian today, I think, said that we're now entering the metatarsal zone. Yeah, we are. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so it could well be, uh, be, is, be called up. Isn't it absolutely glorious that Tom Heaton's on the standby list? You forgot all about him. <laughs> oh, we, he's ever, never forgotten Everyone about forgot him. about your love affair with Tom. And, and I mean, presumably, would you like him to be given the nod? Or Well, I'm quite happy that Nick Pope's in there because he's essentially representing Tom Heaton. Yeah. So Tom Heaton will be there. Do you think Tom Heaton's sitting there thinking, how's this happening? <laughs> yeah, I do. How I think, this I think Joe Hart's a bit like, how am I not even on the standby list? He's not... He's not saved a ball for goodness knows how long. Yeah, nor his heart, to be fair. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose you put it like that. Maybe his uh, lack of playing has uh, gone in his favour. Um, people saying, why on earth has he taken Delft? Delft's not going as, as cover for fullback. He's going as cover for one of the shuttling midfield positions. Which I find it odd, because he's not played there for a long time. He hasn't played there for a long time, but he's been playing for Manchester City. And if you play in that side, then you are playing with the ball at your feet quite a lot. And you're yeah. knocking the ball around, you're moving off the ball. So th- there is that to be... Uh, remember, Delph has played most of his uh, career in one of those, uh, as I say, that sort of shuttler position, if you know what I mean. Mm. It will be Dyer in front of a back three, and then you'll have the two midfielders either side of Dyer in slightly advanced positions. And that is where uh, Henderson, Delph, Loftus-Cheek, Lingard, um, you know, those four are really going to be uh, in contention there. Mm. Uh, I mean, if Dyer gets an injury or something, he'd probably slot Henderson back. Um, and then, and then, Ali and Sterling will be vying for places um, with with maybe Rashford and Welbeck with Kane up top. I mean, people saying Welbeck is perhaps fortunate to get in there. He's always consistently performed for England. Yeah. There That's is the that as well. He's been playing again, but also, yes, I think if people might say, well, shouldn't you have put in Adam Lallana or or maybe Jake Livermore at a push instead of instead of Welbeck? For me, Welbeck gives you the the option if England 
very much setting up in a 3-5-2 or 3-5-1-1, whatever you want to call it. If you have Welbeck on the bench and you need to chase a game, you need to mix it up. 4-3-3, Welbeck on the wing. You know, mm. you don't really have... Sterling can play out wide. I suppose Rashford can as well. But he does give no, you I that think, extra I'm, option. I'm comfortable with Welbeck being there. What, what did you guys <clears> think about um, Cahill giving the nod? And because, because, I mean, obviously he missed out. Tim Cahill, he's got to play for Australia. <laughs> I mean, they're short on numbers, really. But, he, but he's come back into the Chelsea team and obviously he, he missed out. Was it He missed out on the two friendlies, didn't he, Italy, mm-hmm. Netherlands, but he's been brought back in. And um, Well, Southgate is making people play for their places with course, doing that. And initially I was a bit confused as to why, because it, it looked like Southgate might have moved beyond Cahill now. But then if you take into account that only five players from 2014 have been included yeah. and England have the lowest amount of experience in terms of caps since mm-hmm. 1962 um, maybe Cahill's 50 odd caps would be would be a benefit there mm. yeah well he's he's brought himself back in attention by playing but who else would you have I think that's the thing that well, Cahill, Cahill knows how well he, he's performed as you've just said there regularly in an England shirt before he's come back into the Chelsea mm. side it's it's not a gamble in, in, in some senses, you know. I think he's a better option than, say, someone like Chris Smalling. Well, he has tried Tarkowski, and, and obviously we, we've, been, we've been calling out for, for Jamal Lascelles, but that's, that's fallen on deaf yeah, ears. Lascelles is gone. I think Southgate has picked his squad, he's picked his plan, he had his players, he had his group or his sort of group he was going to select from, and Lascelles has never been a part of that, rightly or wrongly. Absolutely, and I think Smalling as well is probably the only really sort of experienced uh, option that would that would be given a look at and I think he's Southgate's made it pretty clear isn't he he said he wants but he wants he wants defenders that can play with the ball at their feet and sort of mm. you know knock it around a bit which is it must be unpleasant to hear for Chris Smalling as that reason you're sort of not going but I <laughs> well, mean if, you look at, if, if England start with Eric Dyer and with with Kyle Walker in, in a back three like that Dyer won't be in the back three. A, no, that's in the midfield. Yeah. A, but he can drop back very, mm. very well, as we've seen. Can't we? That's a lot of defensive versatility. And we, we know that England often need that when it comes up against the, the bigger yeah, teams. And, and so I also, I also think, something. having said what I just said about the lowest amount of caps since 1962 and all the rest of it, I wonder whether experience is a, is a big factor anyway. I've wondered about this as well. Because yeah. he said, you know, part of the reason he considered Joe Hart was for big tournament experience and things like this. And I look at that and I think, well... The players know they have to win three games or at least get the best amount mm-hmm. of points they can out of three games and then they'll go into a knockout round. And like, is it that, is it that difficult? Is it rocket science? As well, well, also, well, has Alexander, as Alexander Arnold, for example, has he suffered in the Champions League this season from not being experienced? Not really. Mm. He's taken every... And, and Southgate made a big point um, in his press conference about how he felt that not only Alexander Arnold had the ability, but also the personality to deal with it. Yeah. And that's why he's picked him. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously uncapped, but he thinks, well, he's taken every challenge in his stride so far, so why you know, why would this be any different? It's because it's England. Yeah. yeah. And he, I mean, it's testament to Alexander Arnold that this isn't a surprise. Really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is, of course, one of probably two, I mean, Walker can do it as well, but really one of two right wing backs there Trippier and Alexander Arnold he's doubled up on the wing backs that's what that's what he's done if he's going to play wing backs it's always handy to have a bit of cover there of course it's a very difficult position and tiring position to play you need to have people who can definitely do that you know and what do you think about squad freshness for England because that's that's been a problem for us in the past do you remember in 2010 when we all just looked so everyone just looked so tired yeah, but that, yeah. I feel like I feel like <laughs> that was because Capello took them to Beast the them, yeah. Austrian Alps or whatever it yeah. wasn't made them run up and down for three I, days I, I, I don't really have any science behind this but I just I for some reason I just feel like our squad seems a lot more fresh this time around yeah, yeah. I, well you know if you're going to sign up a player if you're going to call it a player like squad freshness I mean that's 
Yeah, it's what you're going to get. True. Really. I, if you want squad freshness in your squad, you can have squad freshness in your squad. Do you still know as him? long as he's injury free? Do you still know him? <laughs> we hang around. We grew up together. Actually, we came up together. With that shirt you're wearing today, it could be your rap name. Squad, squad freshness. freshness. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Squally well, fresh. I look like Pitbull. I'm dressed like yeah. Pitbull. Yeah, you are a bit, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Very much yeah. so, Mr. Worldwide. Is he doing the song this year, Pitbull? I do hope not. He'll yeah. probably be <laughs> submitting the song. Yeah, at the very least. It's, yeah, it's usually uh, it's usually one of those types of artists. I, quite, I quite like the way that. Uh, the FA um, announced the squad with the um, kids like announcing all of the player names and stuff. That's well, very that was good. A really nice mm. A lot like, of fully most... grown adults didn't get it. What's this rubbish? Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is for you. It's just, well... the, it's just the future of your country, you yeah. idiots. Yeah. Jim, they're talking to you. It was Jimmy who said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you guys be interested to know that the official Coca-Cola anthem for 2018 FIFA World Cup is uh, Jason Derulo with colours? Jason mm. Derulo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard any of his songs. Big fan of... Uh, you know well, his songs. I, I know that he does Jason Derulo because I saw a YouTube video of him. Who uh, was it that went to see him live? The, literally the Belgian manager. We're playing yeah, into their bloody Martinez. hands. Roberto Martinez. Oh, yeah, Ridiculous. Did. That's yeah. a conflict of interest right Absolutely. there. Nightmare. All right, all right, let's get one of our lot to write a uh, Coca-Cola <laughs> anthem to rival it. Let's get Plastic Bertrand involved. Get him he involved. He was Belgian. What about Squad Freshness? Squad <laughs> <laughs> Plastic Bertrand featuring, featuring Squad, squad Freshness, <laughs> the England anthem. <laughs> that will be the official ramble tune of the summer. Plastic Bertrand featuring Squad fresh. Freshness. Whoa. There we go. Yeah, Throw the sign and, and up. Get, we'll Pete get, would be happy to announce this on, <laughs> on a radio station near you. And just so for those we'll who are ben listening... Smith to write my fresh rhymes. Those who are listening get, have got a bit confused. The little bit of silence after Pete said that was him throwing up a load of hand signs, <laughs> which, which doesn't come across on the radio. Yeah, so he, that's basically what he was doing. But yeah. just to prove to you that he is fully into this. But um, uh, I don't know if that'll improve our chances, but England are now 18 to 1 with Bet365 yeah. to win the World Cup. So £10 will return £190, including stake. Should we be triumphant? With that sort of song behind us, yeah. it's very hard to see how we can go wrong, mm. isn't and- it? It's the worldwide. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I think it's worth a few quid at least. Um, but just to say, Kyle Walker will be in a back three. Yeah. So he's not taken really five wing-back <laughs> full-backs. Again, another criticism of the squad. Harry Maguire posted a photo of him and his mates in France during the Euro supporting yeah, England. I can't that. believe I'm going. That's, I really like that. Yeah, is, is it good or is it that we've got to the point that England are effectively now picking fans? fans yeah. yeah, we want fans on the pitch. That's how you get into <laughs> That's how Germany have always done it. <laughs> Marcus Rashford also posted something on oh, that was lovely. That was lovely. That with his, it's like a split screen, him and his mum, and saying that, mum, we're going to the World Cup now after you spent all this time uh, mm-hmm. on uh, wet and windy touchlines watching me. Now we're going to the World Cup. Is she a referee's assistant? I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure what her role is. Trafford, that's yeah. a conflict of interest. Not sure what her role is. Rashford's mum letting him go on side again. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the other way of looking at it is that now the only people that can afford to watch England are other footballers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's in true. Russia, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I get a just a measure from one to five, one being the lowest, five being the highest, around the table, finishing with me? I guess. Five. Actually, I'll start. I'll start. Because <laughs> I started following all the England players in the squad on Instagram today. So my, get well, off to a good start. my World Cup fever level is probably about 3.5. Jim, what are you at? I'm at a four. I'm at four. a healthy four. Wow. Yeah. Peter? I love when you took a dip after Shelby not getting the nod, but oh. it'll, it'll be up there. It'll be, it'll be up there for normal pre-tournament levels around about three days before the uh, tournament. What are you talking? Five out of five? Five out of five. Yeah, Marcus? Four. Yeah, about the same as you. Three and a half stars. Okay. Out of five stars. It, it hasn't sunk in yet. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, there's the big matter of the playoff final and the Champions League, of course. So yeah. our, yeah, of our course. collective World Cup fever rating is probably at about, collectively, about three and a half. Mm. Um, and the comment would be... Um, 
prepared. Yeah. Okay. Even even talking about this is making it rise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, the problem. That's the problem. Christmas. Christmas. Let, let me bring it back down, uh, Jim, because there are because some... Because John England... Terry might get back in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's the John Terry consideration, which absolutely uh, needs to be thought about. But also, some England players will be playing in that Champions League final, and at least two of them will get injured. Yeah. And before we move mm. on from the whole squad thing, is it is it... Is it fair to say that Danny Rose can consider himself a bit lucky being there ahead of Bertrand, given that he's not played that much and he's had some serious injuries? No, Plastic Bertrand, yeah. yeah. Plastic Bertrand, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, all the Bertrands are unlucky yeah. not to be there. Danny, Danny, Danny England's Rose, is, he's lucky to be in there. <laughs> so you're going Danny Ings, I thought. No. He wouldn't be lucky to, no. to, unlucky to be in there. Um, but there we are. That's the England uh, squad, of course, ladies and gentlemen, which uh, has glory written all over it. Uh, Sweden, let's go to Sweden. We've been giving you a Zlatan Ibrahimovic updates. And when I say we, I mean we've been say, uh, taking what the, the press has been saying and uh, and reading the papers, so well, you don't have to. We've He's... been possessed by them. We're merely a conduit for the yeah. Zlatan news. Uh, who, who has been right. the subject of a uh, advert, hasn't he? About uh, like a mock advert of him mm. announcing that he's going to the World Cup on his own. Yeah, for a credit um, card company, and then he gets on a bus, doesn't he? Yeah, a conceit that doesn't really stand up very long, given that you know no. he hasn't qualified and you can't really just do it on your own. And he's, I don't think he's ever really. played at a World Cup. No. And also, if he did have any ambition to get in that Sweden squad, if the manager has seen that, he'd gone nope. No. no chance. Not mm. a team player. And he's not going to be playing at the World Cup. He's been omitted <laughs> from the Sweden squad. Um, uh, I thought Johansson. he retired. Well, he had, but then, of course, he was sort of winking and going, you know, am I going to be right. in there? So that's put that to bed for now. Um, Jakob Johansson, who scored the winner against Italy in their playoff, won't be there either due to injury. That's a shame. He scored one of the most important goals in the country's recent history. He's that not is going to be there. Shame. But good news, Marcus Rodden of Crotone and uh, Marcus Berg of Al Ain are in, though. Yeah, I find it odd that they wouldn't want Zlatan there. Now, I understand that um, it's the... Did it, you hear the Marcuses are there, though? Yeah, I, I, and it's always nice to have a Marcus in there. Or and, two. And two of you can. Yeah. Um, but I feel that clearly it's it's interesting that they've qualified for the first time in a while without Zlatan. I get that. And that's quite an interesting irony, I suppose. You can't have him in there. Well, but look at who they've got up front. <laughs> they've got absolutely no one. They've got Marcus Berg. Yes, exactly. And thanks for Al And they're, they're only going to play one up front and the other nine right behind the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that they qualified with a certain style and a plan though didn't they they're effectively just sticking to it right well I suppose that the only argument you could say is that uh, Johansson who scored the goal against Italy isn't going to be there which opens up a place mm. but then you know Ibrahimovic I mean was he even interested in going was this all a part of the the advert he was doing I don't know mm. um, but uh, it's hard but, to know where the um, where um, sort of you know football and <clears throat> media cross and, and, and divide these days certainly certainly yeah. um, Brazil their but, squad is ridiculous. It's, it's I mean, we knew upsetting. this when the, when the manager picked it's it. It's upsetting. It is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it it puts things into perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even like you look at the, the, the two goalkeepers who are vying for the number one spot, Alice, the wonderfully named Alison Becker and Edison. I mean, two world-beaten goalkeepers there. Yeah. You know, mm. Danilo, Felipe Luis. Marquinhos, Marcelo, Marcelo yeah. Diago Silva, Miranda. I mean, the, the defenders are ridiculous. Then you, the, the midfielders, Willian, Fernandinho, Paulinho, Casemiro, Coutinho, Neymar, Gabriel Jesus, Roberto Firmino, Douglas Costa, Tyson. I mean, you just think, I'll oh, piss off. Not bad, <laughs> isn't it? Not bad. 
<laughs> Not bad. So you, you think they'll get through the group? <laughs> as, I've, as I've said before on this show, if Brazil win this, David Bowie will come back to life yep. and everything will start being normal again. Yeah, okay. And I look at that squad and I think we might have some hope. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know what's interesting? If, if either Brazil or Germany slip up in any capacity, they'll pl- probably play each other mm. in the second round. Oh, no. Oh, imagine. Which will be, I mean, if Germany and Brazil both win their group, E and they they'll avoid each other. But, Ge- but Brazil can end up playing Mexico, Sweden or South Korea. And uh, Germany, Germany cannot play in Switzerland, Costa Rica, or Serbia. But if they, if they, that always happens at least once in the World Cup. It won't be with those two. All right. But if you All look right. at the groups they're in, they're not going to finish second, are they? Really? Well, no, I suppose not. There we are. Yeah. When, right. I, I was trying to work out. I think there's a chance England could play someone very, very good in the quarterfinal. Well, in the quarterfinal, it's any man's game. Yeah. The second round, England will, if they get through. If they get through that first round, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> Sorry, I need to check myself there. If we get through, we'll play either Poland, Senegal, Colombia or Japan. That's right. Yeah. In, in the quarterfinal, it's, it's, a, it's a wide open tournament. The, the one for me that could, the big side that could finish second is Argentina. Having said that, they're probably going to get nine points now. <laughs> They've picked their 35-man provisional squad. But you think they'll come second in a group with Iceland, Croatia and Nigeria? I think that they could... I've predicted a nil-nil with Argentina and Iceland. That's an early prediction for me. I don't know. I think I think... Argentina, they, they do look a bit soft at the core. I think that Croatia could run them. I think maybe, you know, you... you ah, interesting. Oh, I'm getting the fever! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Argentina, 35-man provisional squad, which is what I thought Southgate should have done, and then just taken them all there. Yeah. But I think he, he obviously wants a more streamlined jet, and that's you know, fine. Marcus, you were going to do a 35-man provisional <laughs> squad, and then in, on the deadline, add another 20 players. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big bench you've got there. Yeah, nah, don't worry is. about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Uh, did you see that Argentina, they've also given a World Cup handbook out to the players, the staff, and uh, and a few others that featured a section on how to flirt with Russian women. I don't really understand why yeah. this would happen. Who has yeah. researched that? Have they I, sent a team over? I, I don't know. When are you going to get in contact with anybody as a national football team, yeah. really? I mean, you, yeah. Exactly. You'll be shepherded from one place to another. Mm. And that's well, that. I'm not sure so this is for the players. Well, there was a World Cup handbook for, for players, staff, and all the rest of it, and I think maybe the fans as well. Which maybe it's probably... the fans section mm. of it, yeah. But then they've uh, apologised and said it was printed in error. Was it what, a whole section? section? Exactly. A whole section. It wasn't like a romantic. Th- it was oh. like a throwaway line. Oh, a 300 word typo. <laughs> Did Everton do this? Yeah. <laughs> We've all done that. We all, we all saw Pete's section in the Bramble book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was printed in error. So what, it was just a bit of a laugh before. I went, oh, should we include this? Oh, shit, we have. Yeah. No, you know what you've done. And, do you know uh, what will get are. my fever going? Will be um, photos uh, shared on social media mm-hmm. of a South American team enjoying a massive barbecue. Mm. Oh yes, yeah. Uruguay inside. I'm really looking forward to Uruguay as I always do when they're there. We want to see the Colombian Birdman. Yes, That's we something do. We all want to see. We do. Yeah. And maybe uh, the Panama Grandma. <laughs> all yeah. right. Yeah. So there we are. Ghanaian Potman not available. No. True, but we could. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is a shame. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. What well, happened. he might still go. He just won't be able to support Ghana because he won't be. There. No, because no, we had a email, didn't we, saying the pot man's died. Oh, did we? I didn't know I that. Think the the it died. might be like the Birdman, though. That you can, you can sort of someone yeah. takes up the mantle and yeah. carries it. It's off. like the Phantom, you know. And yeah. of course, you guys will all be looking forward to the England band as well. <laughs> oh, Our equivalent. I Come hate on. them. They ruin it. Pete, I, yeah. I don't mind the England band. I know it's really basic to say, but they ruin it. Pete, I what's a drowning mess? I can't bear it. Go major key, dickheads. Pete, what a what a squad. Criticism. Pete, was Squad Freshers not be interested squad in the Squad Freshers? Like, yeah, just it's... dropping some rhymes over them. Yeah, well, <laughs> anything that'll drown them out. At least the Vuvuzela's got rid of it for a bit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
What was Plastic Bertrand's um, spitting bars over the top of the England? England Saplan pour moi. Saplan pour moi. Marcus? That was in the Euros in France. This is in Russia, mate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not gonna work as well. Anyway, now it's time for correspondence with Pete Donaldson. It is time for correspondence with Pete Donaldson. That is me. Thank you very much to William Cunnington, uh, to Chris Gray and Andres Sanchez for uh, basically getting in touch. Uh, we wanted to talk about Diego Maradona. Yeah, is, he, is, he, is, he, is, it, is it happened? Is he, he has returned to football. He is the uh, new uh, president of the new uh, Ang Fire. Uh, he, he, I he thought he was taking over as manager of Dynamo it, Brest. No, no he's the chairman role for oh, yes. Belarusian side that Dynamo Brest. He, Diego Maradona's working for a club called Dynamo Brest. Yeah. You having yeah. that? I mean, what, come on. The, the, the universe Matrix isn't even trying anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to uh, Richard Towie. Hey up, lads. Uh, just thought I'd send over a quick thanks for the mention of Merseyside's very own Tramie and Rovers on Monday following oh, yeah. their playoff triumph against All Odds and um, Boreham Wood. Uh, with our first minute red card, we did our very best to keep our record as England foot- English footballers at longest suffering fan base. Uh, but it was our day at the last, um, putting end to uh, nearly 30 years without a trophy. few little tidbits that have amused our fan base this week. Our winner was scored by none other than Lord James Norwood. Yes, yes an actual Lord because he purchased one square metre of a state land in Cumbria last year. Uh, the winner was celebrated heavily by winger Larnell Cole, who got so drunk after the match that a concerned fan carried one of one carried him back uh, to his house. Uh, and he had the honour of tucking one of Tramia's heroes into his spare bed. <laughs> but he did manage to make the celebrations at 12pm uh, the, 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 in the afternoon, which is quite good. Um, there was even an urgent appeal for the lost winner's medal of Jeff Hughes, who was set to depart for his native Northern Ireland on the day of the celebrations. Thankfully, it was found in time for the flight. So, well done, Tramia. Tramia enjoying that to the full. Yeah, um, did you, Pete, did you see that email in the inbox from Angus Fairley? Uh, Angus Fairley, no. I'll put it here if you uh, want me to read it. Yeah, go on. Um, Angus Fairley got in touch saying, Hi there, must say I enjoyed your bit about Brecon City on the last podcast. Oh, yeah. mm. uh, I am the financial director of the club. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> and I never thought we would ever make the show, but at least we have now, but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, we bit of background the season just passed. We got promoted last year through the playoffs, That's winning right. the semi final and the final on penalty shootouts. In the regular season, we took the last playoff spot, having lost more games than we had won with a minus goal difference. So to say we were surprise winners is an understatement. <laughs> Um, we're also one of only two part-timers in the league and it was always going to be a struggle but I thought we would have managed to win at least one bloody game (laughs) Uh, anyway he goes on and says uh, we are famous for having a beach hedge forming part of our stadium perimeter um, but all the the fans have a, a say in how the clubs run um, and we would be delighted to see you at Glebe Park someday. Please tell Luke oh. it is pronounced Brecon, not Brecon, as in Wales. That's Keep right. Keep up the good work, Angus. Uh, I love that he's called Angus. Yeah. yeah. Lovely old job. Brilliant. Uh, Finally, for now, Kieran uh, Smith uh, was talking. We were talking about um, stag do's and how I'm a great stag do meat. Mm. Uh, so I got invi- invited to a stag do uh, by Kieran Smith. Unfortunately, I can't make that weekend. Where is it? When is it rambles. and where? It's the 29th of June. We'll be doing rambles, aren't we? Where, where is it? Oh, you can have a day off it's for that. In, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's in Cardiff. So oh, really? He doesn't know any other details because I presume he's the, uh, he's the Look, if stag. You, can yeah, I just I say, know, if we can just have a quick vote on this, I feel that like <laughs> that'll bring the show more value. Right, can yeah, I just, you can say, just live stream it. We're not working that day, Peter. If it, if it was my stag weekend and there was a surprise arranged and the surprise turned to be Pete Donaldson, I'd be gutted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be gutted. And that's why none of us were uh, invited hey! to Marcus Speller's stag. Exactly. So I thought go. you were going to surprise me with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, the thing about Marcus's stag is I'm not put out that you two weren't invited. I'm just put out that I wasn't invited. <laughs> I perfectly understand the decision not to invite you two. You were at the wedding. I'm bringing a, a goy. Yeah, Pete was having a lovely time at the wedding. I was? 
Yeah. Peter and Og, he, Marcus Bella put us on the table with all of his school friends, his old school friends. That's yeah. not true. Rookie mistake. That's we learned true. some Rookie, of secrets. Rookie mistake. I never went to school with any of those people. So many well, stories. Well, they still told us secrets. So many stories. Don't rise to it, Mark. Yeah. Why are you even giving it the auction of publicity? I'm not, I'm, it's not rising. I'm just sticking to the facts. Don't listen to squad freshness over there. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's <laughs> your best interest at heart. Mr. Oh. Worldwide. I think we've heard enough from the facts and experts. <laughs> Mr. Regional <laughs> yeah. Manager. If you want to get to the show over the World Cup uh, period and beyond, shut the footbramble.com. Oh, yeah. And people Baby. Are, for people who are asking, we are doing 430 shows <laughs> over the yeah, World Cup. Don't even bother asking. Like, yeah. You're going to get them anyway. If you open your iTunes uh, podcast pipe or whatever you use to download podcasts, if there's a game happening that day, or at least one game, you're probably going to get a ramble. So yeah. strap yourselves in. Ramble up. We are go- mm. We're taking it worldwide. We yeah. are the pit bull of the football podcasting world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> you meant, that's the hype man. man. Randy Savage is the hype man. No, Randy squad freshness. Yeah. You meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pit bull. Who yeah. got the party? There we go. <laughs> That'll do. There we are. All yeah. right, let's have a bloody break. Who got the party? Miss Elizabeth. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Guys, we have a problem. The boss said that a new devil is arriving. He oh, didn't get in the squad. I was about to ask for Steve <laughs> McLaren, but I'm very happy. I forgot about the Rooney one. That's excellent. Well done. Well done. Maybe we'll have some World Cup theme ones for the World Cup, Peter. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can keep the McLaren one in. Interesting use of the word Royal We there. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. maybe We. Well, this Saturday it will be the Royal We. It will. It'll be the Royal Them and all. Yeah. I reckon Harry won't want to break the seal. So to speak, the royal seal. So what? he won't go for royal we early on. Oh, I see. Pace yourself, <laughs> um, pace yourself, guys. Weddings. Imagine, imagine if you, were, imagine if you were Prince Harry, you're getting married, or, or Prince William, whatever, when he did it. Mm. In that massive church, for all those people, it's live on TV, and you, <laughs> you desperately got, need to piss. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. oh, you got a little spot on your trousers. Yeah, that'll all be that. a nightmare. Dark colours. Oh no. Where the dark colours, Harry? Not in summer. No. Let's uh, go linen. Mm. Linen. Linen at a royal wedding, damn linen it all. At a royal wedding, how dare There'll you? There'll be loads of linen, linen and chinos. You're in St. James, not in St. Kitts, man. <laughs> Get out of here, you um, Republican. Yeah, <laughs> but at some point, if we have these televised like, royal weddings, the more often we have them, the greater the chance at some point someone's going to loudly shit themselves. Mm. Uh, right. Generally, someone ruins a wedding. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. So yeah, the more that are on TV, the more we have a chance yeah. of capturing it yeah. live. I mean, yes, in, and in the same way. You know, typewriters in front of monkeys if you go well, down. Gary Lineker shit himself in a game once. Yeah. yeah. It's not a raw wedding, though, is Chaton. it? It's a televised event. 
televised event. I don't I see we're getting nowhere with this. Um, but the big news, of course, ahead of the FA Cup finals that Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, will not be in attendance as he'll be on best man duties at the Royal Wedding. Is there anything else to say um, looking ahead to this football match? I think well, they'll <laughs> soldier on without him. <laughs> Yet well, none. So anyway, the point, I'm involved in a uh, podcast called The Winds or Not, which I recommend, but it's uh, basically they were saying that he, he's a qualified pilot. Do the wedding, fly yeah. over to the FA Cup. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, the FA Cup doesn't start till 5.15. Mm. Do the, the wedding, the wedding get out of the way. before that. Yeah, and yeah, shot, you shot can't get brother over. Because you can't get married after 4.30, is that right? Something like that. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, Why in this that? country. What? Oh, it's just one of those... 4.30 uh, somewhere, isn't it? One of those sort yeah. of like shooting a Welshman from a hill with <laughs> but, a crossbow. Yeah, he <laughs> genuinely is one of those he old Victorian go, laws. He could go to the wedding, Yeah, do all that bit. Yeah, It'll be like... No, in he's that... on best man duties. You, you're on no, the whole but, day. But who remembers that episode of Only Fools and Horses where Del Boy accidentally has a double booked two dates and he just tries to do them both. He, he right. says, I'm just nipping to the toilet and Mrs. he legs it down to the other this one. Is a bit Mrs. Oh, is it Mrs. Doubtfire? I thought it was Only Fools and Horses. Oh, Maybe it's probably... It's probably no, Vic, Vicar, it's Mrs. Doubtfire and Del Boy Vicar up. of Dibley, she has two Christmas dinners. That's right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think she has, she has a, more than two. It's a common sitcom We've trop. all had two Christmas dinners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just about putting enough space in between them. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, I, I think one of the managers should put a temper out there to Prince William and say, look, if you come, I'll give you ten minutes at the end. <laughs> I mean that's about how serious this game might be taken okay. by Antonio Conte so you Antonio Conte won't know who Prince William is and Jose Land, Mourinho land the helicopter Harry lands a helicopter with William the like, patron like in Keegan. the centre circle like um, manager gets in fly off what's that got to do with anything I'm just saying it's a really easy way for him to leave the pitch. Why are we talking about managers leaving? We're talking about William getting there. We're talking yeah. about Antonio Conte, saying, yeah. though, aren't we? And if there's <laughs> a helicopter around, around yeah. we know Conte he's going to use it. just leap onto it and just sod <laughs> All right, up, if, yeah. if, if you were... Smash it into a mountain. He's, gonna, he's, <laughs> he's got to let the removal van in, hasn't he, in the evening? So <laughs> you want to get away Damn. from Wembley as soon as he can. Uh, right, what is a betting? <laughs> Could someone check out what the closest airfield is to uh, to Wembley? There'll be a private jet waiting for Antonio Conte. Right back to Italy. See you later, dickheads. I'm off. Well, you never know. Of course, it is Chelsea versus Manchester United in the FA Cup this Saturday. Do you think Antonio Conte will make an effort for this game and wear a oh, suit and everything? Is no, he going to be in, the gonna be in his bloody dressing gown and slippers? I, yeah. I, 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 watching him on the touchline, like pretty close up at the weekend. Cause it was at the match, as discussed on the Monday show. Um... His, I don't even think that was a freshly washed tracksuit. <laughs> it looked a bit grubby. Did it? Looked a bit faded, a little bit grubby. Yeah, but you were sat uh, quite far back. Well, yeah. And you were drunk. <laughs> All right. This is not the tracksuit's fault. Yeah. <laughs> there was something looking a bit grubby in those stats. It wasn't entirely a contact tracksuit. <laughs> you were so drunk, your vision was dirtying yeah, everything else. Exactly. It's like, no, Peter, that's how blue actually looks. Yeah. <laughs> you were, there was nothing fresh about squad freshness that day. <laughs> squad must. That's yeah. It was quite a warm day. Will, yeah. will he be in the tracksuit or will he be in an actual suit? That's the big question. That is yeah. the big question. I'd love question. it so much if he's in the tracksuit. It's it so hard, funny. Is it hard to get it, Mourinho will be abs- well pissed off. And if, if he was in the tracksuit and Manchester United lost, Mourinho would definitely mention it as well. But is it, is it hard to get up for the FA Cup final as a fan when you know the World Cup's around the corner? Oh, come on. The FA Cup final's always a big game. It is. It's a funny one for both teams, though, isn't it? Because if, if either of them win it, has it been a good season for the clubs? I would argue probably not in either case. Well, David De Gea said something about this recently, didn't he? That it's it's not good enough for Manchester yeah. United just to have a season like this. I mean, you always want to win a trophy. That's always a great thing. Of course. That um, can't be but, done down. But. but I think if Manchester United win this game, then it has to go down as a good season. Not a brilliant season, but it has to go down as a good season. They finished second in the league behind the side that took 100 points off a potential 140. Yeah. You can't really argue that. And they did beat that <coughs> side. Uh, um, you know, they did, went on to lose to West Brom the next week, but the less said about that, the better. They had a poor time against Sevilla in the Champions League. However, to, to finish second and then go on and 
if they do win the cup, it, it is a decent it is a decent season, and and then you build from there. Of course, if they mm. if they go on, to, if that see if 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 a season like that became the, the the bar in which they were trying to achieve every year, then you wouldn't want that. But I think all said and done, you know, it, it would be in the end a good season. In the same way, in the end, when they won the Europa League. Uh, last year, when they completed that treble, of course, um, they uh, it, you know it was considered a satisfactory season. You know, it, yeah. it all depends on that game for Chelsea. They finished outside the top four. They win that trophy. Then it ends on a high note. Um, but I would say it would be a better. It's a better season for Manchester United yeah. than for Chelsea, of course. Um, but Cesc Fabregas has urged his teammates to bring the fire on Saturday. Um, even though Chelsea they're not in great form, drawn against Huddersfield, lost to Newcastle. The question for you, gentlemen: Will it be Giroud or Morata? Up front, I would, I would pick Giroud. Yeah, I would go with Giroud as well. Mm. Absolutely, because he's because reliable. He's, in those yeah, 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 what a turnaround for Giroud, though. Eh? Well, it's not a huge turnaround, I suppose. We're going to a to a club who are above Arsenal in the league, and then probably starting an FA Cup final. Mm. I wonder how good Chelsea will be next season with a manager who actually wants to be there. I mean, because yeah. you could argue that Giroud he's not had the best um, coaching at Arsenal in the latter years, and people would agree with that. Players who've left Arsenal have gone on to to improve elsewhere. And Giroud has actually probably improved yeah. since he's gone to Chelsea. He's leaving a better player. Yeah. Leaving Arsenal was a better player than he was when he turned up. Yeah. Uh, what you think? Oh, you, you think? Okay, right. But I, I, my point was just going to be that if Chelsea get a manager in situ next season who's you know, like a really good up for it, wants to be their type manager, which you'd expect they would because that's why he's taken the job. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see which players improve and which don't. And Giroud, I think, has probably got more improvement to go, even at his age. So, mm. having said that, he's much more reliable than Morata at the moment. So, you'd have to go with him, yeah, I'd say. You think Morata might even be sold to sort of free up some funds. Hazard's comments were interesting. Did you see that? He's mm. effectively said he's waiting to see what players the club bring in. I don't think there's a danger of him leaving this summer. But, you know, certainly he might have his eye on the exit if Chelsea continue. If they have another season, even similar to this one, mm. where they don't compete for the league. Yeah, I, I find Eden Hazard, he can be a little bit too honest sometimes. <laughs> well, he, did, he did say like a week or two ago that it doesn't matter that if Chelsea don't get in the Champions League, he still wants to stay. And then he said right. there's other stuff. So, I don't know. It's all, it's all, it's all uh, agent and uh, media fodder, isn't it? But the draw at 90 minutes is currently 11-5. to 5, So, £10 with Bet365 will return £32, including stake. Should a stalemate come to pass? You could Ooh, see that. I fancy that, yeah. Yeah, you could mm. see that, couldn't you? Mm. Be three nil now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I, but the sub the subplot, of course. Of uh, in fact, it's not a subplot. It is the plot. Conte against Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. we will enjoy that. If Mourinho loses, it, he'll be very sore, very yeah. sore indeed. Because then all he's got to look forward to is his pundit stint on uh, Russia on RT. Is he doing that? Cup. Yeah, he's on oh, RT. Why didn't the BBC get him? Oh. Too um, much money. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, fair enough. You know. Do you, so, when, do you remember when um, it was either the BBC or ITV had um, on, in one studio for a tournament they had Martin O'Neill and Robbie Williams? Yeah. Heady days. Oh, I do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. What was that for? I don't know. Just because it was like, oh, it's that time when people who don't really like football watch football. Let's get Robbie Williams in. 2010? Too. I thought you said Robin Williams. I was like, that's no. an even more, more of a swerve, isn't it? Robbie I Williams. Prefer that. Robbie I would have preferred that. Yeah. Um, I would prefer both to Robbie Savage. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Let's go back to the Premier League, gentlemen. Everton have sacked Sam Allardyce and are honing in on Marco Silva. Mm. Finally that, getting their man. Yeah, mm. indeed. Yeah. Allardyce <laughs> was said to be disgusted by the way he's been treated. He is due to receive uh, over £5 million in a payout. <laughs> got to say, like Sam Allardyce, yeah. they took ages to announce him because he's like, nope, there's going to be no break clause in this contract. <laughs> what did I say before he took the job? I he said, he will take them for a ride. They will, yeah. He will eat them up as he <laughs> them. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember when he uh, left St. James's and he built uh, Casa St. James's in uh, wherever it was, Marbella or whatever? 
He built a house with the payoff that he got from Newcastle. He must have a house all over the so he bloody world. <laughs> built, he, uh, oi, he's Mr. Worldwide. I think he built, built, it. I think he built it, yeah, and call it Castle. He's definitely called it Castle St. James, I know that. Oh, God, that That's is class. amazing. Yeah. That's That's he's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> on, on, on the fact that they fired him, I mean, they brought him in to do a job. He did a job. With respect to Allardyce and the stage of, the manager, of his managerial career that he's now in, He's not a manager to take them forward. He's no. not going to. He's not going to build a legacy with mm. him there. So it makes sense if Mushiri's got money like that to chuck around, and and Allardyce was sensible enough to 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 negotiate a good contract because he was in a position of power when they needed him. Then fine, you know, it's not you know that's just how it is. But obviously, Everton are going to look elsewhere as soon as he's as he's mm. preserved their Premier League status. And Allardyce isn't disgusted. He knows the game. He mm. knows he knows what's happening. He's got. There's five million reasons why he's not disgusted by it. Put it that way. He's not <laughs> disgusted. He's, he's humble he's enough gusted. to not make a fuss. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Interesting that he was fired on the same day that he could have been naming his England squad. There we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah indeed, yeah. Well, the, um, it's night of the long knives in the Premier League this season. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of managers are going. Yeah, yeah. Well, Moyes as well. Yeah, that's strange. Well. Well. Steve Walsh has been removed as director of football from, uh, from, from Everton. Craig Shakespeare and Sammy Lee have gone as well. Duncan Ferguson's still there. Yeah. yeah, no, no one's, one's, no one's removing Big Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> you're going, you're going. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Knock on the door. Um, Duncan, I'll decide. <laughs> All right. I'm going nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as you said, Jim, West Ham have parted ways with David Moyes and are reportedly after Rafa Benitez. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pete, have you got a jingle for uh- that? The prospect of that? All right, yeah, I'll press that. Hard to dress that up as a sideways move. There we go, there's your jingle. Nice jingle. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Moyes apparently not happy that attempts to replace him were being quite obviously made while he was still there. It's almost like like West Ham as a club is a fucking shambles. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? West shambles. You um, You look at that situation with their incredible problem with leaks. Yeah, oh like yeah. Everything that happens at West Ham, we immediately seem to know about. So yeah, I don't know I, what, how it's happening. But, but I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, like Golden Sullivan or whoever it was, like turned round to to Moyes and said, what, "Moyes, what do you think about Benitez? Do you think he would be good next season?" To get, oh, sorry, you're still here. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It wouldn't shock me if that there's was something very Trumpian about the whole setup there. Isn't yes, there's yeah. always something very leaks yes. going left, right, and centre. Yeah, it's all very. It's Spurs all... had their dodgy lasagna. They've got their dodgy leaks. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's. I mean. Would Benitez look at that situation and think, do I want to move to another basket case club? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Benitez was due to join West Ham previously, of course, but Real Madrid pinched him. Uh, gonna... To be honest, out of all of the rumours, I'm like, eh, why would he? He likes no, the you, city. He not... likes to say, even, even having to work under Mike Astley is better than dealing with I think with in the circumstances, yeah, he's not going to trade one nightmare <laughs> for, for another. Yeah. For an I'm... even worse one, by the yeah, way. Yeah, under, under, circum- under the circumstances, David Moyes has done a a good job there. I mean, I, I feel like he should be able to consider his reputation partly restored by yeah. the job he's done there. Mm-hmm. He safely guided them back, in, or safely kept them in the Premier League. An absolute basket case of a, case of a club where fans were literally invading games in the middle of the game. Yeah, to, to protest. Very difficult job. Um, so maybe if, if David Moyes can walk into a, a an equivalent job, I'm sure he'd be very happy with that. I think it's odd they wanted to part company with him, but on another level, it's not odd because no one there knows what they want. Yeah. There's no leadership, no direction, nothing. Um, so it's not surprising from from that point of view. Do you remember when Mourinho said the other week, or was it on Monday, that he said no one in the world is is ready to be my assistant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Moisey, Moisey, he knows, no, he knows, knows, knows the ropes. He does. Uh, West Ham are five hundred to one with Bet three six five to win next year's Premier League. Uh, five uh, hundred to one, ten pound. That returns five thousand and ten pounds, including stake. Oh, Leicester did it, so they can. Uh, Pellegrini <laughs> and uh, Unai Emery are on their shortlist, apparently. Mm. Pellegrini would be a bloody good appointment, wouldn't it? Would he fancy it though, the old so and so? 
I just wanted to get that in. Why would anyone go there? Why would anyone go there? Yeah, yeah. it's going to take big assurances from Sullivan and Gold, isn't it? Like looking at it seriously. But their assurances a, mean nothing. Well, it's going to be a very tough thing because they are they've they've made a potential mistake as well in announcing that they're looking for a high profile manager. So they've sort of promised there's going to be a Pellegrini, there's going to be an Emery type figure, and if they can't do that, I mean, it's immediately they're on the back but, foot again. But, but they are you always saying do that the that? Dildo Brothers are going to look stupid. Yeah, I am. West Ham, exactly West Ham that. do that all the time. They say they 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 link themselves with big names, whether it's a player or a manager. And so then they can say, oh, yeah, we were in the hunt for so-and-so, but it didn't happen, mm. to show this ambition that actually doesn't exist because they've completely made it up. Um, and their assurances mean nothing because the sort of assurances they were given to fans a couple of years ago were, don't worry, when we move to the new stadium, we guarantee you yeah. you'll be no further away from the pitch, all of which was a massive lie. Mm. So they can give all the assurances <clears> they want, but they, they're, 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 their opinions aren't worth the paper they're written on. Well, well you know, that's... There's a lot of malcontents and keyboard warriors at that at that club trying to bring them down, aren't there? So well, I'll I give think, the board some credit. I think Pete summed it up when that. he said it's very Trumpian. Yeah, mm. no, no, Jim's made this film quite clear. I think mm. that's fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> More right. from me in my column. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for our best bet with Bet Three Six Five. Yes, I thought I'd go for a really positive best bet this week because um, it's the FA Cup final. I've got half an eye on the World Cup because I'm excited about it. I'm sure plenty of people listening have too. Um, I don't want to entertain the idea of a boring FA Cup final, which we have seen occasionally over Mm. the years. So this comes from uh, Lewis, who says, "Um, Hello, Ramblers. After forensically making my way through the backlog of shows from the past year and having my ears continuously punished with awful best better shouts, (laughs) I thought it was time for my I thought it was my time to step up. With only a couple of games left of the season, my chances of being selected are slim. But nevertheless, I've gone for an FA Cup final between Mourinho's United and Antonio Contest Chelsea. Now, I know what you're thinking. The obvious choice would be a classic Mourinho 1-0 masterclass, resulting in a 90th minute uh, winner from player, coach and groundsman of the year, Scott McTominay. <laughs> that, however, would be too easy. And as I'm sure you would agree, charity shouldn't be easy. Therefore, I have come to the conclusion that the best bet should, in fact, be both teams to score and over two and a half goals, Ooh. which is seven to four with, uh, with Bet365, meaning £50 returns £137.50 for charity. <clears throat> When this wins, I will return next week for my unbelievable shout for the Champions League final and move one step closer to my three-in-a-row crown. He's confident. Lewis Crop, remember the name. Yes. Thanks for that, Lewis. So both teams to score and over two and a half goals in the FA Cup final is 7-4 to four with Bet365, meaning £137.50 for charity, um, as Lewis correctly says. You must be over the age of 18 to, uh, to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. Lovely old job. There we I go. like the cut of this guy's jib. Yeah, yeah. Go, good luck to you, Lewis. Up. Excellent stuff. Right, what's Luke been asking the listeners this week, everybody? Um, very quickly, because I know we've got going, to, going for Glow to fit in, which is now academic because Jim Campbell's got the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked the listeners this week, do you have an idea for a hobby for Pete between now and the World Cup? <laughs> because he's at a loose end. Who's, the, who's decided this? I have. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, the I section is called What's Luke been asking this, the yeah, listeners this week? This and him. this is before I knew you had a fledging uh, recording artist career. Yeah, I know. So. I'm, I'm in the studio, this... baby. I'm mastering. <laughs> yeah, and I love. stag do hire thing. And yeah. a stag do. <laughs> yeah, so you've got a lot on. I didn't realise that. So in between being a, a stag do for hire, uh, attendee for hire and mastering your latest single mm. as squad freshness <laughs> uh, under the alias uh, Plastic Bertrand. No, it's Plastic Bertrand featuring squad freshness. Sorry, mate. I should respect your art more. So yeah, Chris J. Burnham says, um, I think Pete should spend his time building a plane big enough for Spurs World Cup squad. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Pete's not got the skills for that. Um, David Rossing Shao, could he reform punk band One-Eyed Willie? Oh, oh yeah. Is that from a member of One-Eyed Willie? It, <laughs> it might be, yeah. He still owes me a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kian Omani says, come back to Japan, you stole my neighbour's kimono. 
Ooh, <laughs> hang on, what's that? Do you know Kia Mahoney? No, no, I okay. don't know his kimono. Um, oh. Of yeah. kimono he flew what, in in. What's that you're on. wearing right now? <laughs> <laughs> ben Donnelly suggests you buy a motorcycle and join a gang. I can see you doing that. Just, me and, me and Ray on our Harleys. Lovely. Yeah, Pete's lovely. not a gang member. He's a solo man. He's a solo man, definitely. He's like the wind. I'm a wild wolf. <laughs> um, and I'll finish with Andy, wild wolf. Andy Dutton, who says... Um, to tie up the loose ends on the infant chip bowl helmets. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. My son is now old enough to utilise this product, and it's, necess- it's a necessity for the world. Hurry up, Donny. Um, I could use it. I'm in R&D hell, guys. Are yeah. you? Yeah. Is it, is it in the development hell? Ch- Chinese fasteners. <laughs> Having problem with, problems with them. They're breaking left, right and centre. They're not passing EU muster. It's too much nothing. Well, wait for Brexit. Brexit again. <laughs> 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 you, are you, are you, I want to scold some children. Pete, that's why you vote, voted for Brexit, so you could trade with the world. With <laughs> yes, your <laughs> helmet. And yeah. campaigned so hard for I, I was about yeah. to say it was the campaigning that I want, surprised I me. I want access to bulk fidget spinners, and I want my chip ball helmet released. And the writing was on the wall was that Pete was Brexit was when, um, because we knew he was best mates with the guy who runs our Weatherspoons. <laughs> that's what loyalty points will get you exactly yeah. <laughs> oh, who doesn't love a political message on a menu indeed yeah. and now, or, a, or a beer man and now ladies and gentlemen it's time for going for grintles no Lord. oh going for glold this week I, not want, grintles. Gr- I want grintles <laughs> is this the final one of the season uh, we'll have one next week. Oh, okay, yeah. then. Hello, Marcus, Luke, Pete, oh. and James Edward Campbell. This is from Kieran <laughs> Smith. Thank you, Kieran. Uh, this very Tuesday, I was contacted by one of my friends telling me that unfortunately, I don't know, this, I, this is nonsense. This is the bloody email we had last time. Oh, Sorry. for God's sake, Peter. Oh, I, was, I was on the wrong page. Sorry, Adam. Adam Stop, Murphy. Is it Dimitar <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking that I think I might be the side of Berahino of this show because I haven't got one for such a <laughs> long time. It's been a long time, Luke. Yeah. Moore. Well, yeah. Adam Murphy came up with the cause for this one. Thank you very much. He says I emailed the below to Jermaine Jenis. Uh, and he didn't respond, so I thought he might use it. Um, I was born on the 30th of August, 1984, in a country that no longer exists. Oh, exists. Okay. Stop. Fabrice Muamba. Incorrect. Stop. Jadon Shakiri. Incorrect. My father, also a footballer, played in the very first international for our newly formed country in October 1990. Okay. I am also an international of this country, although I could have played for Austria as I was raised there as a child. Stop. <sighs> David Alaba. Incorrect. Stop. Mario Gomez. Incorrect. Jim, you want to have a little no. guess? Have a little guessy? Have a little spin, Jim. Have a spin, Jim. <laughs> have a little spin, Jim. Jim, <laughs> come on. Just get your wet. Get your ball. Stop. Pitbull. Uh, <laughs> there you go, you see. At the age of only 20, I left the club of my youth and signed for our bitter league rivals. Stop. Marco Inaltovic. No. <laughs> no. I first, rude. I first arrived on these shores in 2006, and I've played for three Premier League clubs, one of whom I spent a season in the Championship with. Stop. Adnan Yanazai. Incorrect. That's a good, that was actually yeah, a good too game. young, though, isn't he? Yeah. I've played, uh, played in one World Cup and two European Championships for Croatia. Oh, you said Austria. No, 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 no he, he didn't. didn't. He didn't. That oh, that's why you're muffing these up, because you yeah. just you fix it. Right, and right. Part of the reason I don't ever win this is because I don't listen to any of the clues. Yeah, yeah. You, you isolate one clue and Stop. go with that. Nico Cruncher? It is Nico Cruncher. Oh, that's why. That's why you, see, you yeah. and I just jump in. We hear yeah. one clue and go in. Jim just sits back. Well, and Jim. Looks someone someone once tweeted me saying this is what Jim's like on, uh, on Going for Gold. It's like that bit in The Simpsons where um, Marge... Um, 
basically hires the Yakuza or someone hires the Yakuza to stop Margie's like illegal like pretzel business the or something like that. Oh, yeah, the Yakuza, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a little guy in a white suit at the yes. background. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. And Margie's trying to get home and to stop looking at it. He's going, but that guy hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, He's going right. to do something. Yeah. That's what you got to be like. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's Luke, a good tip, actually. Look at our, like, the, was it Fatoni and uh, these boys? I'm all guns blazing. I'm all guns blazing. See where yeah, it gets okay. us. Yeah. I, think, I think it is actually. Gets me a, yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, it is. Really? Yeah, it gets me a respectable yeah. second and Luke a very distant third. Distant third, yeah. <laughs> but that's still on the podium, so it's not too bad. <laughs> on the podium. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. It's been a pleasure talking to you, of course. We'll be back on Monday with the Football Ramble. Until then, say goodbye, Luke Moore. Keep it squatty fresh. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. Worldwide. Say goodbye, Peter Donaldson. Squat fresh. Goodbye from me, Marcus Spell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.